Welcome. Uh, we're back with our interns, and it's the start of a new year. Hi, Luke. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing great. Yes, okay. Angelina, how are you? I'm good. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yes. Yeah, what did you get for Christmas? Um, what did I get for Christmas? I got... What did I, get? I got slippers. Slippers? I did get slippers. Two slippers? Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's helpful, unless you want to hop around the house. Isaiah... <laughs> What did you get for Christmas? I got like an iPhone charger. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. What was it for? My iPhone. <laughs> 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 Brock. Hello. Hello. So, well, what are your expectations for this year, Brock? <laughs> uh, well, I think this is at least the fifth time you've asked me so far yes. today. And uh, I have none. And, and that's going to remain my response every time you ask. You have none. Uh, no. Well, as you know, in, in this business, we call it business, every day looks different, right? We come in with some kind of plan and then things change ever so quickly and then we have to jump to the call. So uh, hopefully this year is going to be a little bit more constructive. Uh, we've got some great things coming up. But, you know, I know we're throwing the other podcast up there and it's all about uh, really the story so far. But let's do the story so far, a little bit of a recap. Uh, just to recap, Luke, uh, how do you think it all went uh, your first couple of months on the internship? I would say my major takeaway is just, like, the stuff I've learned. Like, majorly um, in the the public speaking area. Yeah. That would be the best the best example for me is, uh, for some weird reason, like, I, I don't know. Like, I've always thought I was pretty good at public speaking, but then we did our first public speaking in front of everyone, and I, like, bombed it. Like I was like completely off the rails with it, and so having having to learn how to actually like correctly public speak has been very beneficial to me, and I appreciate it. So, so, so what you think and what you know are two different things, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, yeah. And we do talk honestly here. It's all about stretching and growing, isn't it? If we're not honest uh, in, in in what we do and our feedback, then you don't grow. So, you've taken the feedback pretty well, yeah. I'd say good. so. Good. Yeah, Angelina, what about you? Uh, you've been here with everybody else. You're the only girl. How how has that been for you? I mean, it's been good. Um, it was definitely like adjusting because I'm like it was definitely a more quiet person. Yeah, I was more to myself a lot. So definitely relying on a team was something different. Mm. And um, I mean, getting to know them all, especially with everyone having their own different personalities, was really good. And um, for me, it's definitely helped me learn, like, to kind of communicate and grow. And um, kind of like off Luke said, with the, when we were learning the speech and the communication, like, for me, it was definitely hard um, learning self-confidence. But it's definitely grown throughout that. So would you say you're more confident now when you're even just speaking with uh, people, maybe on one-to-one? Has it given you a little bit more confidence in that area? It definitely has. Uh I used to find myself like wanting to be really quiet. I'd stop in the middle of a conversation just because I felt uncomfortable like speaking or saying mm. something that I thought, you know, I wanted to say but didn't say out loud. And so now I've definitely found myself being more comfortable and opening up in conversation. Great. Brock, so tell us a little bit about your journey so far on the internship. Um, I mean, a, a lot of it has been 
more tech side than I thought it would be. It's a lot of behind the scenes maintenance type of stuff on tech, like with working on projectors, because you know we've had various issues with those. Um, it's been rewiring HDMI cords with Isaiah. Like, I mean, a, a lot of it is just different odd jobs that you wouldn't necessarily expect are needed, but they still do have to be done at some point so everything can keep running. Yeah, so it's it's the things we don't think about. When it comes to Sunday morning, we turn up and we see everything happening, but got to realise that before that, a lot of work went into that, didn't it? So like you said, we had issues with the projectors, you know. It's great for me because I can allow you guys to do that where maybe it might have been me doing that or bringing someone in or we're trying to work on that, you know, and it takes my stress levels away, which is great. So, yeah, and we really appreciate all that. I mean, you guys were in the ceiling rewiring everything again, weren't you? Isaiah, tell us a bit about that. Was that really exciting? Was it what you expected you'd be doing on an internship? Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> it was very different than, I guess, what I, what I imagined when we first started. But, yeah, no, I mean, we've done all kinds of stuff and that's definitely something that yeah it was very interesting um to do and we we've been fairly successful i'd say and like i mean it's we've had our issues and problems but we've been able to work it out and it's it's gone good i think i mean we've been <laughs> it was it's been a very very interesting job to do for sure but we've just had to yeah just figure out all this kind of stuff and work through it but great so you know it's it's serving the church isn't it and uh, whatever we do in the church you know uh, that's whatever you do if you brush up if you cleaned or moved something we're serving people and when we say the church we are serving people but I think what I wanted on this internship is that you get an oversee of how a church works and that's the whole point of this internship so uh, within this year now, you're going to be learning about finances, how to budget, how a church budgets, how a youth uh, pastor budgets, you know. And we've got to be good stewards of our budgeting, haven't we? You know, we're, we're called to do that. And that's uh, what you're going to be, uh, you know, taught this year a little bit. You might think you know how to budget. But when you're using someone else's money, you become very, uh, very conscious about that, you know. And it's God's money. But people give. People give on a weekly basis uh, for the running of this place. But it's also an act of worship giving also. You know, we see that as an act of worship. So what you guys are giving on a weekly basis, uh, if you tithe, that's giving. That's an act of worship. But you're also giving your time up is an act of worship. So you're serving and worshipping God at the same time. And for me so far with you guys, I honestly thought it was going to be a lot more work than it is for me. In fact, it's a pleasure and I'm saying that publicly now, it really is a pleasure uh, to have you guys along. And you take a lot of work off me. Uh, I can now throw ideas at you. And as you know, Brock, I will. I'll say, hey, we, it's changed today. You know, we were going to do this, but guys, we need this doing. And Isaiah and Brock have done that this morning. You know, we need <laughs> a cable. cable. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's what we have to do. You know, things change and it takes a lot of pressure off me or I will be out there doing that. And it's taken a chunk of my time as this student youth pastor here. But the other thing is we're also doing a study. Uh, we're doing a New Testament survey study and we're doing uh, one of the most famous uh, well the Beatitudes aren't we, we're doing studying Matthew 5 at the moment and for me I, I've really enjoyed that and I know some of you are enjoying that and realising that 
what we see in this context is a lot more to it, isn't there? You know, what Jesus is talking about. And I'd just like us to talk a little bit about that. This is not going to be a long podcast, and uh, we are going to be maybe doing one every bi-weekly. And, uh, you know, we'll cover different topic, topics, see how we're going on the internship. We want to show people, you know... Uh, where you are going, how, what you're experiencing and how you're advancing. And also, we want to encourage people. You know, we want to encourage people. So, we actually do a lot more than people see, don't we? That's the thing. They only see you on a Sunday morning for a couple of hours. But I see you, obviously, throughout the week. I see you achieving a great deal. So, I would, I just want to read this from the Beatitudes, which is uh, Matthew 5, and uh, discuss it a little bit. Because this is what we're studying at the moment. And this is from Matthew 5. And I'm going to read right through uh, 1 through uh, 16. So let's just read this. Uh, Matthew 5, and it says, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Salt and light, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So we'll stop there. And I really, I want to ask the question. So far, Luke, now I am putting you guys on the spot here from what you remember. We've been studying this and I know we've had some great conversations with it. But so far, which, what has stood out to you as we've been studying these Beatitudes, this great sermon that Jesus he's giving not only to his disciples but to the people who were there listening what stands out to you at the moment i'd say majorly the thing that has caused like a massive like impact in me personally Mm. has been how most of the issues or most of the things that are stated in in these beatitudes has been some form of like pain or anguish that has then been processed into goodness or glory to God, if that makes sense. So, you know, all these things that are usually looked on are usually blessed. And I think that that's something really, really special and really, really unique. And I, that was something that I really, really found was um, 
that's that was my major takeaway from it. Great. Angelina, what are your thoughts? I mean, the whole thing is really great. Like, you know, listening to the Beatitudes, how how many, like, it, to shape, you know, like, how all of these things may or will happen and how to come about it and, or in a greater way how to try to achieve that way. You know, blessed are the ones who mourn, you know. For me, that's crazy to think, you know, like, mourning is a really hard time. I know, I, I mean, when I went through with my grandmother, it was really hard. Yeah. But, you know, as it being a blessed beatitude to, like, you're going to go through that, but there's a way out of it, you know, there's a way to come out of it in, you know, loving that person's life, that it was, it was you know, a good thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah? Yeah, no, I think it's cool. I mean, I think everyone can at least uh, identify or uh, sort of resonates with at least one of those verses, and it shows that no matter what you're going through, God always like is there and He has something for you. And it's it's He uh, He feels and He's He understands what you're going through, and He's not just leaving you alone by yourself and just to deal with those things. So I think it's cool that He talks about each and every one of those things that you could be going through as a person and gives you hope. I guess you know in, in this God, God or, or Jesus is not promising a great life here, is He, or is He? He's no. not promising that you're, you're not going to have suffering in your life. In fact, when, when we read in, in, in verse 11 there, blessed are you when people insult you or persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So he's saying, hey, when you take up your cross and follow me, uh, people aren't going to like it. You know, They're not going to like it. Expect persecution expect people to make false allegations against you even to that point you know so you know it's not it's not an easy life but we know that it's the best life because we have Jesus Christ who went before us and showed us the way and he's our yoke he's our guidance isn't he as we follow him what about you Brock I mean first of all it's like kind of like Luke was saying, right? A lot of these are qualities that are often overlooked or things that a lot of people see as, hey, these aren't exactly great character qualities. But at the same time, all of these are normal human emotions that we're going to have. And Jesus is saying that we need to embrace these, right? And we need to understand where our emotions are coming from. And he's also telling us how to react with them. So... He, he's telling us, in a sense, that when these things happen to you, this is kind of how you should react. And it's not uncommon for these to happen, but rather you should embrace them and live with them. And it's kind of telling us that... Um, Lost train of thought. Is, is it telling us to be expectant of these things? Yeah, it, it, like you were saying, right? A lot of these are things we're going to expect. They're all things we will experience. You're not going to live a perfect, happy life where you're going to get along with everyone you meet. There's going to be people who disagree with you. There's going to be people who are going after you. That's just how it works. Yeah. But just because they're going after you doesn't mean you go back after them. You still have to treat them kindly. Because that's what Jesus would do. And in verse 9 it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So we are called to be peacemakers too, you know. And uh, we do understand that, yeah, not everybody's going to agree with us. There are so many different religions out there, you know. And uh, the question is, 
do we have the right one? Is Jesus Christ the only way? <laughs> well, we believe so, right? Because it says so. It says in his word. How difficult then is it at your age to actually be the salt of the earth and the light? You know, in this day and age of social media counselling, and it seems like, you know, you're, today uh, you have man's approval, the next day you don't have man's approval. It's a council culture. I think when we talk about council culture, it's always been here, council culture. But it's more evident because of uh, the social platforms that we use these days, yeah. So how do we, Angelina, how do you live as a young woman? How, how are you trying to be light in the world when there's so many people trying to n perhaps knock you down in your faith? How do you live that life out? That's a good question. I mean, for me, I stay away from, like, people who are trying to put me down in that sense. I mean, um, and you can't ever completely run away from it because it's going to be there. But, I mean, as a young woman, it's, it's hard sometimes because you have the world telling you to especially be something that you don't want to be or be a certain way, like dress a certain way, look a certain way. Mm. And when you're trying to keep who you are as a Christian woman, like trying to stay modest and trying to stay in a more, like, I wouldn't, I say more, um, I guess I'd say not pure, but like more modest mindset. Yeah. It's really hard to sometimes stay in that because um, you have like the world telling you, hey go out with your friends go do that go do like like it's okay to go hang out with my friends yes but depending on what we're doing you know yeah and I I mean sometimes it's hard because like I am now getting older so I have older friends like with my sisters who are wanting to go do different things that I know I shouldn't and I yeah. don't and I mean for me I can't really like say social media wise because I don't have it mm. but um because I've tried to stay away because I had um, some friends that when I was younger, it just didn't go well yeah. when they tried to get me on social media. So I just never really had it. So I can't say for that, but I'd say it's definitely a challenge trying to stay in a certain you know, mindset. And trying to live out what we are, how we are called to live. Yeah. It's very difficult this day and age. What about you, Luke, very briefly? I'd say the major thing for me that I've learned over the years has been keep your ears up for God. Listen to what he's having to say because he, he will speak to you over the time. And honestly, you're not going to be able to impress everyone. I tried for a long time to, to you know, be this person that every single person is going to like. And it's just, it's not possible. You're not going to be able to make friends with every single person out there. And so what you want to do is you want to be yourself, be that light, and so for the people that do actually like you and the people that do actually look up to you, you'll be more of an impact to those people. Because obviously that's why we're all Christians here is to be able to impact different people in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm Yeah, no, I think, I think it's really, I think you need to have uh, your set values and you need to not be afraid to share them and just so that you can have boundaries and so when you do hang out with people they know and they understand who you are and they're not gonna you're not gonna be in a place where you're gonna get pressured into doing things and you have to feel like you have to act, act a certain way to get them to like you or to get along with them and they know that when they're choosing to hang out with you you're gonna be this type of person and they have to respect that and and you're not gonna just let like let them run all over you and do it all, all they want you to do and everything so and brock last word 
I would just say, like, ultimately, and this is a lot of times how I think, is you just, you need to not care what the world thinks of you. Because, as we know, right, the world is temporary. We're going to die at some point, right? That, that's a part of life. It's natural. Um, so the thing is, is it's like you have to figure out how do I want to live then? It's more of the case of do I want to be a good person? Do I want to, like, make a lot of money so my family's better off in the future? It, it's what you think you should do. That's going to have a big impact with your life. Like, I mean, what Jesus did, right? Yep. He had a huge impact with his life. Yeah. But the main part of what we talk about is what he did over three years. Yeah. Like, we have social media now, which can be really good, isn't always. So we can have a big impact, but it all depends on how we use everything, just like how Jesus did. So where to be the influencers as much as possible? I like what you said, Angelina. I think there comes a point where you've got to realize, well, are, are the people that we hang out with, are they being more influential in a toxic kind of way than I am in, in a kingdom-minded way, in, in a, my lifestyle way? And sometimes we do have to disconnect and separate, don't we? We don't cancel like the culture is, but we do have to step away from certain relationships at times, uh, you know, for our own safety. Thank you very much, and uh, we look forward to our next podcast. Uh, have a great day.